Okay. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Greetings and thank you very much for joining us today. Welcome to the brand new season of Downtown Gaming Podcast. Not brand new anymore. Episode 2. It's the same, but better. It's the show you know and love. Concise games, everything. Uh, we are, as always, your number one stop for everything video games, sometimes board games, and always anything fun you can do in your hard-earned downtime on this week's show. I check in on my PS5 journey, including games I've played like Ratchet & Clank. Chris has got some Luigi's Mansion 3 updates. We're chatting hot news like upcoming Xbox-exclusive Starfield design direction. Final Fantasy XIV is finally coming back. What? And there is new Gloomhaven comment- content coming. Uh, we're also discussing the release schedules of games and how it's a bit of a pain right now but first kind of as always i'm host welcome to the show hello my name is sam joining me across the airways my co-host chris how's it going dude? hello there it's going very well man it's going very well i'm now living by myself again you know yeah i've had my lodgers for the last few months they're finally moved and i've just been blitzing the house since i've left not like cleaning wise, but just like reorganizing my life. <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, just move the dusty things around. It's fine. <laughs> it can stay dusty. I just move them around. I mean, this it, counts. It, it kind of works, but no, it's little things. So I've basically just had like a third of my house off limits for like a quarter of a year. So all of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, I can, yeah, I can hang my laundry somewhere new. I can set up the board game table again. You know, I can, I can have space to sprawl and, God. When you when you when you say it like a third of a year, it feels like a long time. It's gone very quickly, but mm-hmm. yeah, to to like lose one bed of a two bed place for a third of a year is like oh, <laughs> it's like oh, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That is actually fairly substantial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, please leave. Why are you still here? <laughs> oh my days. Uh, you know, I'm really glad they were here, and I got them set up, and that was the goal. But yeah, I had yeah. board games under the stairs. I had board games in the car. I had board games yeah. in every single location. And rejigging a board game cupboard took a good hour and a half of God, just yeah, really, really trying to jigsaw it together. I recently did mine as well, and I'm like 78% happy, maybe. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's never going to get there. It's like, I took everything out and I put it back, like, kind of color coordinated. Mm-hmm. But then I moved a whole bunch downstairs and then some came up here and now it's just a bit of a mess again. I was like, oh my God, why is this so hard? I'm not happy with it. But no, no, also, no. simultaneously, there's nothing I can do about it right now unless I start selling games. Yes, yes. It's one of those, even Gloomhaven, trying to find a home for that. That is like one hefty size. Box, mate. Yeah, that's too big. That's too big. Yeah, but even like yeah, I, I was like earmarking games. I was like, okay, what about this, 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 and this? Let me get rid of these. And surprisingly, Hannah was the one who was like, oh, actually, no, 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 we play that. We want to play that, or we might mm-hmm. play that when Finn's a bit older. And I was like, well, fair enough. I mean, it's not me. Take take the win. I, take the dub. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's like we have to get rid of some stuff, surely. <laughs> we get, uh, but not though. We've actually gained quite a lot of space. Like a lot of the cubes behind me are now like not completely full. So this one's got a cushion in it. Is like, there's room? Um, I just buy more games. That will solve it. Always purchasing. That's how you uh, <laughs> stay, stay happy. <laughs> <laughs> get that dopamine hit. You, you've got to spend your wages as soon as possible on shit you don't need. Whoa, 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 no. Well, I do need it because I might play it in one to five years. So therefore, it's worth it. Yes. Yeah. This is true. This is true. But yeah, it is kind of surprising, isn't it? Especially after Christmas and everything else. <coughs> you kind of forget that 
I had too many games. I've got too many games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. two ways around it. You look at the cupboard, yeah. you're like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just looks packed in behind you. I, bought- uh, I was going to say for our audio listeners, uh, that we don't put this up on video, but we can see each other mm-hmm. so that we can uh, meet our eyes gazing across the internet. But uh, yeah, we both stop, uh, basically... Stop it, massive- you know, stop it <laughs> <you're> talking. <laughs> <laughs> basically, go, shelves of board games behind it, both of us uh-huh. in, in the, the various rooms that we're in. Uh, and Chris's is way messier than mine. I ended up buying Queen's Gambit, though. I found it for a tenner. So it's oh, literally really? like, yeah, it was normally, I think RP's 20, oh, right. 25. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably not a good game, but for a tenner, no. I was like, I no. guess I'm impulse buying this and just, it's coming just, with me and it's, you know. Just play chess, right? It just doesn't need a, a game about the game, about the show, about the, the chess. I mean, just chess. On, on topic of it being organised correctly, it is living next to the chessboard. So at least I've kept some things. Okay. Yeah, yeah fine. You have some something it was luck, <laughs> that was it was luck. no the chessboard was my thrown away pile of games i don't play often yeah fair enough yeah but how's life uh, for you mate how's yeah. life good good busy as always very busy trying to fit everything in is impossible mm-hmm. <laughs> we will get to that more later um but yeah it's just impossible it is it, it's, it's, it's impossible how do adults that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> How do adults? I don't know. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, family, mm-hmm. games, attempting to, mm-hmm. hobbies. Not, not, not even necessarily games. Games, obviously, for us, because that's what we want to do, mm-hmm. and that's what's pertinent for us. Like hobbies, family, mm-hmm. work, uh, pretending to stay fit, which is going... That's the one thing that is now becoming massively lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what you mean. My... my uh, <laughs> <laughs> My old hour every day in the gym has turned into just not that, just kebabs. <laughs> Instead. Uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. When Finn's like nine. You do realise that people don't can I do send this. Them to college? Like, this is where people lose hobbies. You know, like you sacrifice the hobbies first. I'm trying so hard. I mean, health is fine. I was I was reasonably healthy. I've got a buffer. I feel like I've, I did well enough in my late twenties, early thirties that I've got a bit of a buffer. That if I'm if I just don't look after myself for a few years, I'll, that'll probably work out because I'll be able to fix it again later. It's not like I was unhealthy and then it got worse. Mm, as somebody who's gained quite a lot of weight in the last year, yeah, yeah, but you'd you were, be surprised. You weren't exactly, you weren't exactly oh. slim Jim beforehand, were you? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, Pot of kettle, pot of kettle. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it's uh, the, I've taken that mindset as well. I've been neglecting my physical health to yeah. focus on my mental health, and now I'm like, okay, mental's a little bit healthier these days. Yeah, I should probably at least go for a walk once a day. What I started today, even that, that's got to be. Yeah. Even went for a walk Surely. for like an hour and a half. Nice. Yeah, yeah we tried to do that. Yeah, funny enough, you you do do more of that. You do do more walking with with mm. a, a wee babe. Um, just not gym. Gym is too far. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I could just pick up a baby and go for a walk. You know, maybe if like a neighborhood dog, I could go take for a walk every day. I wouldn't have let myself get as bad as I've gone. Yeah. I mean, walking is, is helps. It's more, again, it's more, yeah, mental as well, like getting out and mm-hmm. fresh air and all that nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> Who needs fresh air? <laughs> <laughs> right. Just extract a fan, just pulling it out from the room and blowing some in. Job done, you know. In fact, I know a guy who can get you a ventilation system if you want one. So yeah, yeah, you got a ventilation guy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Got a heating guy as well, and an air conditioning guy. Are they, are they not the same guy? 
<laughs> Some, three separate guys. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. Right. Let's move on. Housekeeping. You, people at home, if you're listening to this, open up your podcast device service app, whatever it's called, uh, and leave us a review. Five stars. It'll be super useful. If you're listening to this right now, do it right now. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to carry on until you do it, because I'm, I'm not going to pretend that. You're just going <laughs> to listen to this, so you're just going to keep doing it. But if you're not driving, get your phone out your pocket, open Spotify, tap five stars, boom, done. Um, also, you can send us stuff, send us questions. We have a question later on in the show that we're going to be talking about and discussing. It's going to be a fun time. If you want to be that person, you can send us emails, contact at downtimegaming.co.uk. You can send us DMs on Discord, Twitter, Instagram. You know, just Google. Google it, wherever. It will be okay. It will get to us eventually. If you wrote Downtime Gaming on an envelope and posted it. I mean, don't do that. It's a waste of money. But <laughs> every other way, every digital way of doing it, it will probably <laughs> make its way here. No, fuck that. I like the idea of getting your pigeon, writing Downtime Gaming on the side of the pigeon. Maybe like you shave off a couple feathers, just you know. And just, yeah, off you go. Did you know you can write an address on the side of a coconut and just mail it and it will get there. I did not know that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Useless fact of the day. I know what you're getting. Uh, we have one in my house. Like some, we've got extended family in like New Zealand and they just sent us a coconut. It was about 30 years ago. We just wrote our address on a coconut and it just it made its way here. Anyway. <laughs> you don't need wrapping. Coconuts will do. Moving into this week's gaming news. <laughs> Uh, each week we select a list of stories that we think are interesting and worth discussing and bring them to you fine people. This week, we I think we've got five. I'm not going to count them out loud because I'm not going to do that. Um, straight into Starfield. You may have heard of it. It is the new Xbox slash Bethesda game. And it is going to have a, quote, NASA punk aesthetic. Um, the idea... I guess, from the lead artist. Uh, so Xbox put up a bunch of videos, a bunch of stuff discussing uh, the Starfield game and the art direction they've been going, and basically said that early on they settled on what they are calling NASA punk, and it was basically a, a term... Uh, let me just read the quote. Early on in this project, when we were trying to establish the overall aesthetic for, of this game, we sort of coined the term NASA punk to describe a sci-fi universe that's a little more grounded and relatable says Starfield's lead artist, Istvan Pelli. We wanted a very realistic take. You can draw a line from current day space technology and extrapolate from there into the future so it's believable and relatable. Um, what's really interesting is how much we all latched onto that concept, adds lead animator Rick Vickens. When you say NASA punk, the art team could instantly take those two words and make them work. It was just the perfect term for art direction and keeping everyone on the same floor and working with a consistent style. So I, I get it. Like It's not steampunk. It's not you know, weird. It's, it's not, not cyberpunk. Sci-fi. Yeah. It's not sci-fi. Yeah. It's just hey, it's grounded in reality, but five hundred to a thousand years from now, I guess. I mean, to be fair, it's a pretty good saying, NASA punk. I kind of know yeah. exactly what they're trying to achieve with yeah. that phrase. When I first... I was like, it was actually really good. For they coined a fantastic expression. Yeah. When yeah. I first read the headline, I was like, "Oh, what are you guys doing?" And then, like halfway through, you're like, oh, "Okay." I can picture NASA punk in my head. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Like, real, but further on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, um, all of it makes sense. All of it's logical. Kind of like Terminator. Like, Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. All of it felt logical. 
Terminator 3 is when it went really, really out there. Oh, the liquid robot man from the future that can turn into anything. Okay, 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 okay. Terminator 2, you started getting a bit out of hand. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've attracted slightly on two. <laughs> time travel in general. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time travel I could see happening in some sort of weird... Time travel will never, ever happen. Or there would be clues of it right now, if you know what I mean. Because people would come back to these times... And I, they haven't. I don't think these times are that interesting to come back to. They're interesting for us in the last couple hundred years. But yeah. if time travels you in 50,000 years, are you really going to come back to a pandemic? No. It's like, it's, it's a terrible time to come back. You know. I mean, yeah. There's other stuff. But yeah, maybe. But I, 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 don't think I, so. I, like, I like the fact that they've kind of outlined what they're trying to do with NASA Punk. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. sets it out sets out the tone. You know exactly what you're, you're going to get. Really, um, space dragons, maybe not, unless they uh, slip those in somewhere. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think the space dragons are happening. Futuristic, sadly. real, futuristic ground. It's NASA punk. There we go. I think that's going to be a thing now. I wonder if they push that as a as a like. You know, I wonder if on the genre page when it comes out, it's going to be tagged as like NASA punk, or is this just a just a fun thing to tide people over? Okay, hear me out on the space dragons and where we're going to extrapolate for now. So if we've been setting up monkeys, dogs and everything else up into space for like many, many years, what if they have to send up some reptiles into space that manage to survive somehow and then evolve into new flying versions of themselves? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've lost a NASA punk instantly. There's no way of making it work. Exactly. Even trying to take them no, modern no. day science and cloning techniques. Yeah, when they were when they were talking about like, oh, we want it to be slightly grounded in reality, there was kind of scope for that kind of stuff. But now it's like the whole artistic design design direction is this NASA punk aesthetic. It's like, mm, okay, maybe not. No, <laughs> maybe this is too grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Maybe there'll be like extra shit that's just absolutely wild. They don't want to like give it all away right now. Obviously, it's not coming out till November the eleventh, eleven eleven. And I want it to be it, more successful than Skyrim, which means they're going to have be. to let the modding community be able to do whatever they want as well. So maybe oh, it would yeah. be Space Dragon on day one, but the mods would be like, "Here you go, now you can have it." Yeah, you know. Space Barney the Dinosaur Day Two though. Space Thomas Oh man, it's mad we both went to the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool mod in Skyrim. It's Thomas the Tank Engine. It's really fun. <laughs> it's, it's daunting. I've seen too many yeah, like, weird so person Thomas memes. And I was like, this is just daunting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wild. They want it to be more popular than Skyrim. It depends if they port it all over the place like for the end of time, because that's why Skyrim is so popular. I mean, not why, but... No, the modern community kept that game alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they have to let them do whatever they want again, really. Mm, just, I'm sure they will. Otherwise, they'll just go back to Skyrim because they can carry on doing what they want there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then um, again, I, I sometimes struggle to think, would a space aesthetic la- have the longevity of a fantasy line? It's... I don't know. I don't we know. We will find out. Because there hasn't been one of these big things, space woods yet. I mean, Fallout, obviously, but a bit different. I mean, I wouldn't even consider Fallout space. That's more post-American nuclear war, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, true. I was yeah. thinking more just generic sci-fi, but yeah, you're right. Like actual space, space. Yeah, No Man's yeah. Sky was probably the closest we've tried doing in the recent years, but then that's not really yeah. about 
like wasn't really fawn aside. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but like the scope of the world and the scope of the universe. Mm. And I think that bit for me, the scope of Starfield is as big as people think it's going to be. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, it should be. Let's see if it comes out this year. Yeah, that's uh, the real question. Yeah. New story the second. Final Fantasy fourteen is bringing back free trials from next week. Yay. Uh, this is mad because I completely forgot that they did this. That from like, since um, Endwalker came out, it, Final Fantasy fourteen was so popular that they turned off new registrations after a couple of weeks, after a week. Like you could not, you couldn't buy it. You couldn't get a new character. Um, and then they brought that back so you could buy it. But then they disabled the free trial, which if you didn't know, free trial, best free trial of all time mm-hmm. in, in games. You can play all of base Final Fantasy XIV and all of Heaven's Ward um, up to level uh, 60, I believe. Which is certainly 60, like, yeah. Literally thousands of hours of content for free. Uh, but because the game was so popular and getting slammed, they actually turned it off. Like You can download it, you can play it. Um, and now that is back from the 22nd of February, which will be calendar open yesterday after this goes live oh that's crazy this like you they, they literally disabled the free trial for about four months because the servers were so popular uh people like Final Fantasy 14 and was received really well it was mm-hmm. one day i will not find time to play it but we'll see well i think they're over 20 million subs now so it's pretty yeah pretty decent can, yeah i can bank yeah, as you've seen the article as well. Most profitable game for Square Enix of all time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got I mean, clearly, obviously, it always was going to be, but surprise that it's only just happened and hasn't that happened. Recurring revenue. That recurring mm. revenue. Love it. Yeah. Subscriptions. Was it MRR? MRR? That's the goal, you know. MMR? Yeah, monthly recurring revenue. Oh, MRR. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Funnily enough. In this uh, Game Pass world, yes, <laughs> that is the way to make more money, mm-hmm. uh, which is still something that people don't wrap their heads around online. I don't get that. Well, good on them. Uh, good on them. Third. Thirdly, we don't have much to say about it. Yeah, now you can go go play again. Final Fantasy XIV is really, really good. Thirdly, Horizon Forbidden West uh, was delayed in part to avoid crunch, which is cool that they did this. Hmm. But leads into our question later on about way too many games at the same time. So uh, game director for Gorilla said, Horizon Forbidden West might have been released at the end of last year, but then we might have had to work overtime. That also played a part in the decision to release the game now, De Jong said. Mm-hmm. We are very aware of the disadvantage of crunching, so we take that into account a lot in our planning. To give an example, at Christmas, we said that there would be no work and that everyone could just have a two-week vacation. The company was closed. You couldn't even go there to work. Um, that was the end of his quote. That was emphatic. That was an emphatic <laughs> end to his quote. There was no follow up. Boom. We couldn't go to work for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a story from Eurogamer. Eurogamer ad. Many companies have come under scrutiny in recent years for their problematic approach to crunch culture. Big names such as Naughty Dog, Rockstar, and CDPR have reportedly encouraged workplace, workplace crunch to get certain games completed in time, which is true. All of those developers make. It's no, it's no surprise that like those three, Naughty Dog, Rockstar, CD Projekt Red, make some of the largest, most detailed open world games. And also, if you work there, you will never see the sun. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they they are one step away from whipping their employees into making these games, especially. Um, oh, which one? I think Naughty Dog's probably the worst, especially Naughty Dog. I was about to say, for me, it's Naughty Dog because you could feel it in The Last of Us 2 with how oh. super bleak that game was. I feel like yeah. to really sell how depressing they wanted that world to be, they stripped all of their employees back of their human rights, their basic needs. Yeah. And really came was funneled into the game. Yeah. Yeah. God. I mean, <laughs> we joke and then you're like, I saw, I, yeah. that's right. I saw, um, it was just like some random like Twitter interaction I had with some people. And it's like, and uh, some guy tweeted, was like, yeah, on, on a game of it. He's like, yeah, I did that. And some person was like, oh, cool. You did, you know, you, you worked on this section. And it's a guy underneath, like, no, no, I worked on that. The, the way that the rope moves in your hand, I worked on that for four months. I was like, fuck me. <laughs> and I was like, the hmm. way that the rope moves. In that, um, in that game, the way that the rope moves in your hand, there's like three parts where you have to like put, throw a rope over something and like climb down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it looks incredible. Unnecessarily incredible, some might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have to pay like... A salary might, for four months. He might not have been mm-hmm. the only one. He might have been mm-hmm. on a team working on rope physics. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I didn't see my family for three months, but that rope looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, at some point, is, is there a point? Anyway, um, by all accounts, Horizon is uh, a pretty good game. We will talk later about why we're not talking about it now. But um, I would, I, I'm pretty happy that they've moved it so that people could have Christmas. Like, more studios should do this. We don't need games immediately because there are other games. Yes. yes. There are not, it's not like if you move, if everything moves back three months, we've lost nothing. Mm-hmm. Like just let people have time to see their families. We're not starved for content. It's no. um, interesting. No. To see. And if there's no games, if there's no games for a few weeks, I'll watch a movie or TV or a book. Or oh, go outside, I might, or play something. I might like, play one of the old games for the last twenty years. You know, it's kind of you know, yeah. I mean, things that we've missed. Mm-hmm. Weather. They don't need to come out. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather your four thousand employees had a Christmas than I play Horizon two months earlier. Yeah. Like, so well done, Guerrilla Games. Did you see Insomniac? Um, the other ones that are really good for it as well. Ratchet and Clank yes. was actually done without any crunch too. Yes, they were pretty vocal about that when it came out, which was quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can tell that the games, the, the studios that do it, make a noise about it, mm-hmm. which is really depressing because it's like th- two a year. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. we we let our employees breathe. <laughs> yeah, well done. The other ninety eight percent of the industry didn't, and it was mm-hmm. still a huge, huge problem. Yeah. Anyway, GG's Insomniac. Um, Moving on, I need to check a different document because I deleted two of them. Gloomhaven! You may have heard of it. <laughs> In fact, we talked about it earlier. It's a huge game, a massive, massive box of stuff. Uh, but there's also a digital implementation of Gloomhaven, which is the same game, but you don't need four shelves and eight hours to set up and play. Uh, the digital version, by all accounts, is okay. It is getting a DLC based on the Jaws of the Lion standalone expansion. Which, as you may recall, was our second and third, second and third best board game of 2021. Um, I believe it was Zach's third and your second place. No, Zach's second, my third. Other way around. Yep. So there we go. Um, unlike Jaws of the Lion, you have to own the original Gloomhaven Digital, which is on Steam, and then you have to acquire the uh, Jaws of the Lion DLC. 
it adds more mercenaries, more players to players, more maps, more missions, um, and uh, like a mini campaign structure, it seems like based off of the Jaws of the Lion box. Uh, so that's cool. I mean, I'm glad that they're expanding upon the platform that they made because it took them years to make the, the mm-hmm. Gloomhaven thing. It was in early access for a very long time. Um, and then it came out and it was well-received-ish. And yeah, it's quite cool that they're expanding on it. Maybe mildly annoying that it's not a standalone release. Like you can't just go buy Jaws of the Lion. You've got to buy Gloomhaven and then the Jaws of the Lion DLC. But, you know, take what you can get when it comes to board game licenses with, with, with video games. Yeah. That's it. Digital adaptations aren't usually good. So for one to actually be okay to decent, oof, oof, yeah, take, take the win. I, I see it as a good thing as well because with Frosthaven that should be coming out either this year or next year, they've already shown that now that Gloomhaven can have expansions built into it. Hmm. So you start looking at it going, okay, what if they then turn that into the the one and only digital version of Gloomhaven and all its games? You, know? you reckon or you reckon they just sell a Frosthaven separately? It depends whether the infrastructure is good enough or whether they just kind of because a Frosthaven to me would be in the sequel. You know, it's like, okay, crap. There's a lot of this game we can't fix anymore because the code is awful. We'll start again. Yeah. So, like, I don't know enough. But I'd like to think they would expand on it because then all the characters could be reused across all of it. You know, you only have to make the new assets and art and stuff. You don't really have to add in too much more. Yeah, I think that's enough for them to sell a separate product as a sequel. And then whatever Jaws of the Lion equivalent there is for Frosthaven, if there is one. They then DLC that into Frosthaven. Probably will do. I don't think they're going to stop making this sort of dungeon crawling content. They've, they've come across quite a good thing. No. Cool. And lastly, over on Kickstarter. This is a story slightly more closer to home, so apologies for anyone international or who doesn't care. But the, the D20 Board Game Cafe in sunny Watford not sunny at all. Super uh, sunny Watford. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, it's where we used to go play uh, X-Wing mm-hmm. and board games because a couple of you guys used to live in Watford, so we used to travel there, play games. The people who run it are super cool, really accommodating. Um, when As soon as we like, were talking about X-Wing, then it kind of started up and they have mm-hmm. Switch events and GameCube events and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and just generally you go there, board games, food, they, their milkshakes look awesome. Um, but they are expanding in the completely the opposite face of like most retail during the pandemic. Um, so they have started a Kickstarter to open two new locations in Northwest London and also in uh, Southeast Bucks. So this is good. Retail is not quite dead. I'm, I'm so happy for <laughs> these guys, man. Like, I'm right, dead. you know, I'm like they were, were really upfront about the pandemic and it hurt them. And oh, like yeah. our businesses, when oh, it first started, they did not know if they would ever come back, you know. No. Which is like, yeah, the guys that own D20, really sound group of people, you know, like Mario's an yeah, absolute star. So for the three of them to have their dreams smashed because of unpredictable circumstances, this is the worst. And to come out the other mm-hmm. side, where actually now they can think about expanding or moving locations, yeah. you're like, good on them. Yeah. So super proud of what they've achieved there. Kind of a bit of a PSA as well for people who live near Watford that there's a pretty decent little gaff with decent food, decent drinks, decent people. Yeah, that. if you live anywhere nearby, or even in London, mm-hmm. uh, make the trip out. It's really cool. 
and yeah, expanding. Who'd have thought? Expanding. I know. There's no no, no indictment on them whatsoever, just like in this world of, of retail. And especially, obviously, the last two years, somewhere where you go and play physical board games that have been played by other people mm-hmm. and share components and stuff and sit near other mm-hmm. people. Uh, the fact that they came out okay and are, yeah, raising money now to uh, expand. And it's not like a lot of money. Like what they, their, their goal is only 8,000. Um, so I feel like they've got the plans, got the most of the funding in place. There's no way this is like, oh, 8,000 pounds is not enough to open a shop. So the, the you know, things are in motion, but this is more of a, you know, get your name on stuff, become a member, help out if you can. And yeah, go go give it a go if you're nearby. That is D20 Cafe in Le Watford. I think um, one I noticed, you can obviously you can sponsor a table if you want, have your name on the table. And if you ever go into D20, they've got that carcassone wall with all of the different tiles laid out in this really nice pattern. They're all signed off by different people who backed them on Kickstarter in like 2015, 2016. Yeah. And you know, man, man wants a man wants a tile. <laughs> yeah. I want to be on the wall, man. Yeah, exactly. Man wants a tile, you know. Yeah, but did you actually look at some of the uh, the backing tiers you can do, Sam? Yeah, private party. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Have you got have you got fifteen hundred on the side to get us a cheeky ultimate lifetime membership? I do not. I, I mean if I lived nearby. Mm-hmm. I would have to do some maths as <laughs> as to see if that was worthwhile or not. Uh, but I don't anymore, unfortunately. Like you, uh, you and Zach both moved away. Yeah, so that's the thing. All of us moved away from there. So well, I actually yeah. went there with Zach and Vamin. Uh, was it this week? Uh, Tuesday, just gone. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. So those two are in Watford for work, and I was at Watford for work. Oh, and we're like, yeah, let's yeah. let's pop down there. Didn't play a single board game in the board game calf. But we just sat there and got some no, food we've... and drinks for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that before as well, haven't we? Me and Zach popped down there and just it's like, yeah, we're going to the board game gab out. Pay a table fee and then just sit there and gab because we've not seen each other for so long. Just have a few drinks. Like, all right, cheers, Mary. That was exactly it. It was like, oh, it's really good seeing all you guys, you know, like Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that's cool. Uh, anyway, that's the end of our localised PSA, public service announcement, and also a trading card grading company. The more you know. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Right, on to games we played. Could be new, could be old, could be great, could be terrible, could be what we talked about last week. Because we kind of switched places slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris was talking about Ratchet & Clank. I got a PS5. Now I played Ratchet and Clank. Hello, yeah. My name is Sam, and I played Ratchet and Clank. Um, it is okay. There we go. Headline. Headline. Sorry, this this would not have got near my top five last year. Really? How far have you gotten into it? Uh, I am on the last bus. Really? Uh, similarly to you, uh, this was off air, but saying that you would have had more time had we recorded later to play more games. I could finish this in maybe an hour. So Oof. I've played considerable amount of it. So I know you've had most of the I, content. If you got to that point, I've yeah. had most of the content. So I've you've just got the last. Box. You've had the final tick box. Then it was like, oh, if you start this conversation, you're going to be yes. pushed through. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as the guy was like, "Come talk to me," and we'll go, I was like, "Okay, that's what you were talking about last yeah, week." You've got about twenty minutes you. left of the game, then, mate. 
yeah, yeah. So one more area or whatever it is to do. Mm. Um, it's 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 one of these games. It's <laughs> it looks really really good. We'll start there. We'll start with positives. Mm-hmm. See, I started looks- on how good it looked as well. It does look absolutely on point. It, I yeah, maybe to its detriment in some areas because it looks like you can do more than you can do. Mm-hmm. And I have come, I have bumped into way more invisible walls than I would deem acceptable for any game, which is like more than three. Because it's like, oh, that, that's cool down there. And then you like jump off. And it's like, oh, no, wait, I died. It's like, that's not a platform. It just looks so good mm-hmm. that it feels like you can jump down there and carry on. Uh, but you can't. And a couple of places was like, oh, I'm going to climb up here and go over here. And I can't do that. Uh, so, oh, this is meant to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> I've immediately turned it around into not mm. that positive at all. Um, yeah, runs great. Oh, but I've had a few, I've had uh, three times I've had to restart a section or once I really? had to restart the whole game to fix it. Oh, yeah. so I didn't get any of that. Yeah. What happened, so, what but, happened there? But like, in, in, in that really annoying way that like because I'm an experienced quote unquote gamer because mm-hmm. I know what's going on, it's like you can kind of tell when the next trigger isn't firing. It's like so it, but if you didn't know, I could have spent half an hour like running around in circles, like trying to figure out what's happening. But I was like, okay, I think something's broken, so I'm just gonna do a quick restart, restart it, load it back in. Boom, next cutscene. I was like, okay, well, that could have been a tremendous waste of time, but luckily I knew you can kind of tell when things break a little bit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that happened twice. Once I had to reset the whole game, and once I had to just do uh, restart the, uh, what was it called? Restart from the last Um But yeah, it's, fu- it's fun, but I mean, uh, it's, all of my notes are negative, so this is going to sound really bad. Mm. So, I'm just going to get into it. Uh, mm-hmm. The areas are like really small. There's not much. The, the planets have a, a lot of variety, but the enemy types are yes. not. Yes. Every it suddenly, not even suddenly. There's only like very, five enemies, and yeah. it very quickly devolves into just fighting the same ones. Yep. Yep. Uh, very mm-hmm. repetitive combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now getting like some really fun weapons, mm-hmm. but at the start, it's like you got your pistol, you got your shotgun, you got your grenade thing. Mm-hmm. You got, but and then everything else is like, oh, you got the this cool thing which is like just works like a grenade. Oh, it's like, oh I got this cool thing which just works like a machine gun. Oh, this this thing's really cool as well. It just works like it, like the first like twelve weapons you get are meh. Like they're fine, mm-hmm. but they're not like ratchet and clank good. Yes. Like now I'm getting some stuff, but even though it's like the ice bomb thing is like, oh, it's it's okay. But I've already got the way you can turn them into trees and like three other ways to like disrupt people. So. I'm only using that because the other ones are level five, so I might as well level the thing. I don't mm-hmm. even know if there's a trophy for leveling it, but you feel like you should use the stuff you haven't used. Uh, rocket launcher, sniper rifle, they're not really ratchety weapons. I mean, they're fine, but they're not, like, fun, you know? No, the, uh, dual, as you say, the dual hound's probably one of the more ratchet and clank weapons, but also yeah, but it, it is just the, the digger from Gears of War 3. It's, it's a digger from Gears of War 3. Yeah, so exactly. like it, yeah. Yeah, so not, not that impressed with the, the weapons. Uh, yeah, every if I wasn't so bothered about leveling things, then you could like fire out the Mister Mushroom turrets, fire out the thing that turns everyone into trees, and then just rocket launch everything, mm-hmm. and you could do that for the whole game. Um, 
Uh, however, one other thing that I picked up on, you, could, you I ran out of ammo. Oh, with every gun, with oh, every gun, ooh. with every gun, like four or five times. Which in a game about the guns and about how fun it is is such a buzzkill, so unbelievably unfun. And it's not like like enemies don't drop ammo, so you have to like look for the crates. But on that the planet that's like really open world, and you like zoom between mm-hmm. stuff. Like a couple of times, like okay, I'm zooming around. I'm not seeing ammo. I'm literally out of ammo. Like I, I can, I can hit you with my wrench, or I can fuck off and go do something else. But or I can like go all the way back to the the shop and like refresh ammo. But for a game about twenty different guns and how fun it is to play with them, you should not. You should never run out of ammo. You use one thing, you should get ammo for something else. Like if they don't want you to like just spam rocket launchers, like fine. You kill something with the rocket launcher, you get pistol ammo. You kill something with the pistol, you get you know, bomb ammo. Like, it should be some sort of rotation because it, as I say, it happened like three times, but it is so unbelievably shit <laughs> when, when it happens. It's like, I can't believe this game all about guns. I ran out of ammo in everything. And uh, maybe, I mean, maybe that's my fault for not going, like, you have to make sure you find the, the crates and halfway through an encounter, you have to walk over here to make sure you hit the thing to get ammo. That's not fun. Like, it's a, it's a game about destruction and killing stuff. Like, it's, I think that was pretty pretty shit some um, of the upgrade trees were tied to increasing ammo so oh yeah, yeah. The, I, i'm i'm abusing that and i'm yeah. getting all of the upgrades and everything yeah no i just thought i'd mention that because i did also notice as well the ammo for your initial weapons is poor and it's like, okay well i now have to spend upgrade points to actually start getting myself more ammo and getting more from crates and things like that yeah but i, I which i don't i don't mind like as you said yeah, the rocket launcher is really powerful but you only get six shots that's fine. But just when you blow stuff up, just give me shitty pistol ammo or shitty, like, mm. the electric... Like, just refresh oh, something electric else. weapon's busted, mate. Because it stuns oh, them. As soon as it puts them in a stun lock, it's absolutely busted. Exactly. But yeah, but you've got, like, yeah. four ways to stun people, so it's another yeah. way to stun people. Yeah, but holy um, bullets plus stun lock. Even on the final boss, which, you know, spoiler alert, you can stun the fucker. And I'm like, how am I using this shitty yeah. electric gun to stun the final boss? But also... Yeah, right. Stun him, bring out a rocket launcher, blop, 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 blop. Yeah. But then it's like mm. everything's out, and it's like, okay, so I need to go fight. Oh, I can spy a weapon crate over there, run over there, run over there, whack, mm. two rockets, boom, boom. Okay, wouldn't. Well, now I have no ammo again. Mm. It's like, it should give you more. I, it's, it seems like a small thing, but in a game like that, it was uh, it really, really pissed me off, <laughs> basically. Yeah, that looks, um, I didn't get that experience. I think I had yeah, one yeah. point early game, but I'm talking like I've only got three, four weapons to my name, and then I've run out of ammo. <laughs> Oh, I think, like, yeah, I then I did it again later on when I had like surprisingly eight to twenty weapons. I never found it. So surprisingly, it didn't happen too much early on. But yeah, a couple of times, and I've got like I'm well into two wheels worth of weapons, obviously, because I'm towards mm. the end, and I like ran out of everything in t- in a combat encounter, and I was like, well, this isn't fun. Oh, that's really um, fun. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I can't do anything. This is just, and you get the sniper rifle, and you're like, why am I using the sniper rifle? This is like, you know, you're desperately crying for ammunition when you've got the sniper out, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is it. This I is quite my- like that. I didn't realize as well because it's just like a powerful one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you zoom in, and you can actually headshot like the flying things, because you know if you blow up the flying things that have got the machine guns, mm-hmm. and then a little another little robot pops out, and then he runs around. When they're all joined together, it's got like a glass dome for its head. If you pop that, then the whole thing just dies, like in one shot. See, I didn't know that because all I did with that was try and no scope people. So you know, yeah, I was definitely exactly. being yeah. that sort of person, being like, yeah, yeah. because it's that sort of game. <laughs> it is that sort of game where it's just like boom, 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 mm-hmm. uh, which is why the uh, arrow situation sucks. And um, voice acting is good. Story fine. Um, oh, it's the story is passable. 
You know, sorry, like, fine. Male Ratchet and Clank and female Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, it, that's basically the whole premise. Was it Rivet and Portals. Kit? Wasn't it the uh, Rivet and Kit? Yeah, yeah. Um, Portals. Maybe maybe it changes. They don't really do anything. Uh, it's they just they're like funky anchor points where it's like a quick travel, like zip. But instead of you moving, the world moves. So I will say it looks dope, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's new and it's also really slow surprisingly mm-hmm. like when you have to do that lb1 to like anchor to the uh the anchor dem- the anchor portal thing it's like it takes two seconds to like start animation then you land there yep. then it takes another like three or four seconds for you to then okay start and move around like you can't use them to sort of ambush or any of that kind of stuff did um, you notice as well when you had like two of those portals back to back trying to actually connect from one anchor point to the next anchor point because of that small delay wasn't yeah. actually a clean like some of the runs are super clean and so you got two portals back to back and it was like whoop, yeah whoop. i was just like hammering lb is like this will work eventually when it when the the thing figures it out mm-hmm. um the ones in the, the the set pieces are really good there's like three or four really cool set pieces mm-hmm. in the game um mostly around like sliding down rails yes you slide down rails oh the big rail hit, sequence hit. with the giant robot that was yeah. actually a really cool scene i know it's just an on rails experience but I They're did really like cool. that. I really like that. There yeah. should be more, more rail stuff. Mm-hmm. Jumping between lines, hitting like the phase shift crystals, going through portals. Mm-hmm. That was like, damn man, this is cool. Uh, but again, like that, the portals in that are like a cool effect, but it's just like scripted stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing there that needs any sort of weird SSD portal tech. It's just a change of scenery, which can be in any game. Like, I wish they didn't lean that hard into the SSD tech with the portals because I think it, yeah. it, it mismanaged expectations. Like, I really liked the portals for what they were, but they yeah. are not... It's just a quick grapple point. They're not really. the next-gen thing that people were led to expect. And it's yeah. just one of those that's like, okay, marketing slash game design didn't go hand-in-hand hand and it's yeah. sours it a little bit. Um, yeah. And ad- adaptive triggers. Yeah, do you see what I mean now about the fact it's like, why didn't you just have two buttons they're to fine. do the exact same job? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, the, I think they're cool, but what I wrote down was they're answering questions that weren't questions. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so you, you half press one, so then the arc comes up, and then you do the click, you finish the click to throw the thing. Mm-hmm. But you're right, because you're not using left trigger for anything during that, so why aren't you just doing left trigger right trigger mm-hmm. to aim, like everything? But... For some weapons, it does work left trigger, right trigger. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make any sense. Like the sniper rifle, mm-hmm. half pressing the right trigger does nothing. Holding the left trigger zooms in. But like for the bomb ones, left trigger does nothing, but half holding the right trigger does the arc. So it's not consistent to start mm-hmm. with across weapons. Uh, and it's kind of having to relearn how you've played games in the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 years. It's... Uh- I, I mean, it's it's. It wasn't fun. needed. I mean, I've had fun. Mm-hmm. I've had fun. I've had fun playing it. It's fun, but not like it's not great. I would say, when when people talk about last year, like oh, you know, it's really good, uh, fantastic. I can't believe this was in Scott's top five of the year. Like, mm-hmm. he must have been blinded by the ray tracing or something because it's mm-hmm. it's. Okay, I'm being defensive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> it's he's not, fine. He's not sorry, Scott. That's what I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not it's, sorry, too. I'm not Scott sorry, too. Isn't sorry. This is, this is fine, but it's like broken in areas. Like, it's fun, but not really fun. It's as fun as you want to make it because some of it's, like, repetitive. Mm-hmm. The combat is blasé. Like, the, the portals are fine. The, the story is okay. Like, this is a cracking B-tier game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a system seller, as some people said last year. But then, obviously, when it came out, maybe it's not. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm really negative. Like, I'm I'm enjoying. I think I've enjoyed every time I played it. But yeah, they're running out of ammo. The invisible walls, some bugs. Portal's not great. Triggers a bit shit. So the triggers are super shit. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's <start> like <laughs> and the rumble. It's like, why? Why are you doing this? Especially again, the lightning gun. It's like, why? Shut up! It's in your hand. Like the speaker's going off, the rumble's going off. It's like, oh my god! It's one a.m. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, I think Ratchet is a solid seven out of ten. Uh, I say solid seven out of ten because I think it looks good. It does exactly what it wants to do. And as far as the Ratchet series goes, it is definitely a Ratchet game in the feeling of it and the type of it's gameplay. Definitely is. a Ratchet game. But I guess the question for yourself here is: Is that good enough for you? And from the sounds of it, it doesn't oh, sound yeah. like it is. It sounds yeah. like it's like I mean, a, that's a what I mean. I'm having fun. I just, yeah. Maybe because it's yeah, but I was gonna say because it's my first PS5 game, but then it would have been a lot of people's first PS5 games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's passable. It's 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 a good game. Uh, you sing seven. I'm gonna write down when we say schools. There we go. How about that? A yeah, yeah, fine by me, man. Fine by me. Like we'll have to have our own scale at some point, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the fuse, but better. Yeah, I almost said it. I was like, no, damn it, damn it. Just because I caught up on theirs does not mean I'll reference it. But yeah, I think so. You would only give it a seven. I'd give it a solid seven. Like, but then if we did that, I'd then put Guardians up to a nine because I don't think Guardians being an eight, eight point five, and Ratchet's a seven is fair. But I don't I think don't Ratchet deserves to be a six either. No, that's what I mean. Right. Six. I was going to say six point five seems low, mm-hmm. but uh, every note I wrote while playing it is bad, other than mm-hmm. voice acting good, and set piece is fun. Sliding is cool, mm-hmm. um, and the portals and the set pieces seem fun. So scare it then. Where where, where, are, you, where are you going to put it? I mean, when I when I list it all out like that, it, it does seem like I really didn't enjoy it. But I am having fun, so it's hard to say. Like, if everything I take away from the game is a negative, but I enjoyed it, like, where does that go? I think seven is a safe bet. It's not. A, it's not bad. It's a, it's a good game that I'm enjoying playing. Maybe I'm being a bit nitpicky, but when you can be nitpicky about ten things about a game, it's probably not great. So I'm gonna go with seven. Yeah, there we go. DTG because seven out of ten. Six point five seems overly harsh. Even though I should be like one rung below you, I can't believe you put it at seven. But I mean, I I, I enjoyed it, but also I was aware of its full flaws the entire yeah. time. Like I'm not going to pretend Very that true. the game was doing anything super new or super exciting. But also, I was kind of just after another ratchet and clank experience. So yeah. my expectations were met, even though <sighs> would I have? played it if there was another 10 PS5 games that are worth playing right now and if I had limited time, possibly not that would be yeah. like a play at some point in the future game Yeah, this came with my Playstation so I played it mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my reasoning um, and yes I cannot stress enough that I had fun but it also has a lot of issues so 7 out of 10 <laughs> seems to be our official score I love it. It's like, it's like, I swear I had fun. Honestly, guys, 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 don't listen to the context. It's weird, it's just listen to the thing. Like, yeah. Every every note I made is negative, but I am like, I still want to finish it and I'm enjoying it and I'll probably platinum it just because it's mm-hmm. it seems cool. But just everything around the edges is bad. Um, okay. 
Shall we move on? Should we jump straight to the question? I as think we kind so. Of, as we're kind of talking about that. So I can't remember. What game did we say you were going to talk about? In the, so in the I, I, I've been playing. I played 10 minutes of Nobody Saves the World. And all I say, compared to what you said last week, the rat is so fucking fun. Honestly, cool. I was having so much fun intro. just going around gnawing everybody. And like Emma's watching. She's like, like, how can you keep how can you keep an eye on where you are? You're moving so fast. <laughs> exactly. She was trying to have a nap on the sofa, and there's me just being like, num 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 consume. And that was a lot of fun for that 10 minutes. In yeah. fact, once we finish recording, I will go back and play more because Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, I just yes, I'm gonna... into it and I was like, the range just seemed interesting. I've just got the guard, so I'm like, now I've just met the king. And I'm about to go do those first side dungeons like very early on. Yeah, yeah. It's a long, it's a longer game than it seems. Much mm-hmm. longer than Ratchet. Yeah. Um, and Luigi's Mansion 3 was the one I mentioned at the beginning. It's actually been a load of fun. I've been playing on and off for about two months now. Blimey. And it's just been a really nice local co-op experience playing with Emma, who's not a gaming person by nature. Yeah. She just kind of jumped on board with this because it was kind of cute. And actually, she's having a lot of fun. So I can see why a lot of people said it's really good with like kids and family. Yeah. Because yeah. the second character, Guiji, infinite lives. If you die, it has no impact whatsoever. But also, you can carry sometimes if needed, if you're playing yeah. as Luigi. This is the one that's uh, it's in a hotel and every floor you, you keep solving the floors. Is that right? Yeah. So it's like it's 15 floors plus two basements and we're up to floor 13 now. Nice. So yeah, it's literally been chipping away every week or so. We only play for half hour to an hour, like basically a floor time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's all really cool aesthetics. It's basically a boss run to a certain extent because each floor, a little bit of platforming, a little bit of puzzle solving, boss fight. That's pretty cool. And actually the boss fights range in difficulty... Some of them are fucking hard. Some of yeah. those bosses are really, really hard. And poor Emma's getting murdered constantly. <laughs> and I'm sitting so there just like, collect the help, please help me. <laughs> oh, God. What are you doing? There was one which Can't is... Can't be uh, too mean. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. There's a, there's a couple moments, because it's a co-op game, because it's local split screen. One player leaves one screen, and it will basically force two player to disappear and teleport next to you. Hmm. And, you know, that sometimes is a bit of an annoyance when she's in the process of hoovering up all the money. And I'm like, oh, what's over here? Not realising I've just triggered a door um, or something and it ports over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But actually, Luigi's Mansion 3 is a really good game. Nice. In yeah, 2019, really well- a lot of people rated it well. Yeah. Yeah, really really highly rated. Um, yeah. Mm. Cool. It actually holds up. Probably one of the better looking games on the Switch. Holds up. No, it's That's probably one of the better looking games on the Switch as well. Because it is all the fixed cameras built up. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a point where you get like a super sucker. And, you know, it's exactly what it says in the tin. You just basically get a power upgrade for your Hoover. But when you're using it, an entire screen starts shaking. It's like, actually, that's probably the best looking thing I've seen on the Switch so far. Which... Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, not so much, but. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't say much, but it did look really good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good stuff. So- right. Let's uh, let's get into the question, my friend. Let's. Uh... So this week's question and or discussion point comes from Scott, average gamer too. You may have heard of him, friend of the show. Um, he says, "Do you guys think the current release schedule is a bad thing? 
So this came off of a um, conversation we were having this week, primarily because of reasons that will become clear. Uh, after so many empty months, it seems like we're getting a whole bunch of stuff at once with time so limited these days. Some of the games are going to fall by the wayside. Do you think it's bad in the long run? Mm-hmm. Things should be planned a bit better release-wise, or does it not matter at all? And good games will still just do well. So this came off the back of, obviously, for me, I've been banging on about it for ages. So has like half the industry. Elden Ring is out in one week. And Horizon came out uh, Horizon came out on Friday. Elden Ring comes out the next Friday. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is another another like thing about Game Pass as well, but like I really I loved Horizon of the first. Platinum did it, reasonable PS4. Fantastic game. I don't want to spend sixty pounds on a game that I'm gonna play for five days, six days, and then mm-hmm. move on to Elden Ring. Um, so I haven't. That's why I've been playing Ratchet. I'm going to finish Nobody's. I'm going to do something else, and then I'm going to play Elden Ring. And that is like my schedule. Like, didn't play Horizon. Going to play Ratchet because I got it with the PlayStation, and I'm, then I'm going to play Elden Ring. What I also wanted to play, Sifu came out. Sifu looks incredible. Mm-hmm. PS5 exclusive looks really good. Really want to play that. Can't. Don't have time. Um, Total War Warhammer Three that came out looks really good. Yeah, people are loving it. Really people good as well. Absolutely love yep. it. Can't play that. No time. Um, there was another one, Horizon, obviously. So that's three like big games. Sifu was on a Sony main stage as a, as a game that came out. Uh, Total War is huge. Mm-hmm. Horizon is PS5's big first exclusive of the year. Um, and I'm not playing any of them because Elden Ring comes out in a week and I don't have time. So is it bad that all these games are coming out? I mean, I will probably go back to most of them. I'm definitely going to play Horizon at some point. By the time I finish Elden Ring, it'll probably be half the price, which is an advantage. PatientGamers.com. Hey. Um, but Sifu's the kind of thing that like seems cool, but might just be forgotten. And that it's like a kind of an indie game that I might now never play. It's an interesting question. <laughs> and I guess sometimes it's hard for people like us who are more variety gamers as i like to think or more like generalist you know you're similar in the way that you like dabbling in different genres depending on what mood you're in you know it's not like you just play rts games or just play rpgs so the calendar's always going to be larger than it looks because there's different genres different games that you can play like seafood's meant to be yeah. this absolutely fantastic brawler like you know i've heard nothing but good things about it and agreed really want to play it no idea when i'm gonna get a chance to but it sounds yeah. like everything Yakuza Combat wishes it was. And uh, I think when it's a lot of single-player games like this, I'm less worried about there being too many. Because if a single-player game is good, it will still be good in a couple of years. So I don't worry as much. I think I worry yeah. more when a lot of decent multiplayer games come out at the same time. Because then it really is a case of this finite time to play those with friends. Like playing games with just one person is sometimes hard to find time. When you're trying to get like me, you, Scott together, absolute nightmare trying to put the three of us in the room. So I do think there's a bit more of a gamble when it comes to playing multiplayer games and too many of them back to back is a problem. Yeah, specifically multiplayer games. Because you're right, like everything I want to play. I mean, Total War Warhammer 3 has got an online mode. 
Um, but that seems it's the kind of game that people won't fall off of because it's that becomes hobby hobby grade gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like for things like Sifu and Lost Ark, Lost Ark came out. That was a that, as we talked about it last week. It's an absolutely huge new MMO release, free to play. I downloaded it, played. Uh, Steam says I played it for 38 minutes at one in the morning before I got tired and went to bed. Not touched it since. Don't have time. Looks really fun. Uh, and that's that's multiplayer. Dying Light 2. Okay, now. Oh, that's what I really <laughs> want to play. Yeah. That's 500 hours. No, it's not. It's like 100 hours if, mm-hmm. if you want to do it. But like, who's got time for that? Mm-hmm. I, like, I, you have to, you have to, this has to be your job. Like, surely. If you. These these days, or in the last two weeks and week coming, mm-hmm. you can't you can't play everything anymore. No, you I really think people can't. Just have to. And uh, Gran Turismo Seven, March fourth. That is in under two weeks. Oh, Triangle and Strategy, March fourth. Triangle Strategy, March fourth. Apparently, and the then, demo that people played recently is really damn good. So, yeah. and your save carries over, so you can play it now if you mm-hmm. like. But like, if if you're if you, if you aren't if you don't work in games like there's no way you can play everything that looks good you have to be selective and you have to find time and then do your best and that's okay probably as long as you don't have like weird fomo stuff like i'm probably never going to play dying light 2 even though it looks cool no i think that's fair enough i just don't have time and i really want to play sifu but it's the kind of game that, like, on of the these list of huge games that are coming and going, that's unfortunately seems like the one that I'd, mm-hmm. you know, in six months I'm not going to be like, oh, I remember Sifu. Let me just mm-hmm. download that and play it. Like, I'm going to forget. Unfortunately, I I'm think be like, oh, let's play Horizon or Gran Turismo because I didn't play them. I think Sifu will pop up in Game of the Year discussions, and that'll be that little trigger where you go, well, hang a second. Shit, I forgot about that game. How much is it currently in Steam in November? And you're like, all right, quickly buy it, play it for a couple of hours just to get an opinion. Maybe, but there's yeah. so much coming out this year that maybe it does. Maybe it gets a bit forgotten. I think games will get forgotten. Yeah. But I don't but do we think that's really know if that's a bad thing. Back to the question. Bad, things, bad thing for us, or it's probably bad for the game. Like, Sifu's £32 on PS5. Which, again, was like... I was slightly hesitant. Because I hadn't finished Ratchet yet. I feel mm-hmm. like I maybe have a two or three day window before Elden Ring. It's like, okay, well. By the time I get around it, it same thing. Elden Ring is this weird blocker where it's like... Mm-hmm. I now, I'm not going to get the value of anything I buy now. Because I'm immediately going to start playing Elden Ring on... Hopefully Thursday night at midnight. Which will probably be the only game you play for four to six weeks, which is a slightly yep. different problem in question. It's if you've only got five strangers to play games. Yeah. Oh god. Like, oh god. I still haven't finished thirteen. I'm about fifty hours into that game. Yeah. And I was gonna play thirteen two straight after, but now I'm thinking, am I willing to drop another fifty hours when my back catalogue has slowly been building up as well? Yeah. Like it comes back to being selective. I've now got to choose what I tackle and what I can yeah. dedicate time to. I think you have to pick a thing yeah, and stick to it because <laughs> there's too much. Not to mention like TV shows and, and movies and staying up to date on anything you want. Like, you can't anymore. There is too much mm-hmm. content. 
you have to even in your the subgenre of I you know I like games. These are the games I play. It used to be like these are the anime I watch. These are the movies I like. These are the TV series I watch. These are the games I play, and these are the books I read. Now it's like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read a book in ages. I've been reading the same book for about three weeks because I, I read about like, oh half a chapter a day, and that's it. And I'm like, okay, that's enough, you know? Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. I think that what's hopefully it's not bad for the games actually coming out. Hopefully, Sifu does really well, mm-hmm. and people buy it and play it because it seems cool. But I know for a fact they've lost mm-hmm. sales because I didn't buy it because of, because of Elden Ring, and. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I have one use case, but presumably there are others mm-hmm. out there like me <laughs> extrapolating. And even if there aren't, they've lost one sale. So there you go. Uh, and hopefully people come back to it. But I don't know. It's tough. You I just mean, have to. Do you then you've got do... to choose your battles? You just got to choose your battles. I don't know how much you've seen about when it came to cinema and Marvel films being released. When obviously people would actively make sure the films didn't oh, yeah, come out the same fucks week. Off. Oh yeah. But are we getting to that point in video games where it's like? certain games are just of that size that other developers and publishers just have to work around it. You know, yeah. Whether or not I mean, be like, that's... we're going to have to release it a month late, even though it's finished. Because we're not going to go up against Starfield. We're not going to go up against Halo Infinite. We're not yeah, going to go yeah, up yeah. against God of War, etc. That's not... the thing. That, that I mean, that's been around for a while. Like there was, mm-hmm. you know, people would make room for Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. They would either wait, or if Call of Duty announced and it was the weekend you were meant to release a game, you would push it and put it in. December or January or bring it forward to July if you could or whatever. Like you'd get out of the way of Call of Duty. Uh, not anymore because it's not the the steamroller it is. But mm-hmm. I mean, this year, Elden Ring is the big one for the first half, obviously. And then I don't know. Are people, God of War will be the next big one. Whenever that announces, people will move games to get out of the way mm-hmm. of God of War. So Sifu could have moved. If we're going to keep, like, I actually don't think Sifu needed to, but if we just keep that example, yeah, would that have been better off than pushing it back, knowing they're about to come out of early access into full game? No, Sifu it came out the February eighth, so it was like a good two weeks, two three weeks even mm-hmm. to Elden Ring. So it's not too bad. It's just had a bit of a low, slow rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more Horizon. Because it happened to Horizon, the first one as well. It came out, and then one week later, Breath of the Wild came out. And then everyone was like, oh, this is way better. And played that instead. Mm-hmm. And now Horizon Forbidden West is coming out. And I think in like seven days, uh, nobody will be talking about it because Elden Ring. And that's just unfortunate, because there are good games. Um, well, I don't know if this one's good, because I've not played it yet. But they, they, they seem to throw them out a week before other big open world games to compare them to. And they, they come off unfavorably. As is uh, unfortunate, but I think when a game comes out and it's a similar genre to another game coming out in a similar schedule, that's when somebody's fucked up. You know? yeah. Why are they going head to head? And like 2017, that was just really bad timing going up yeah, against. Just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they didn't know. I guess at the time they didn't know. There was no like mm. Breath of the Wild is going to be the Breath of the Wild of video games. Like mm. you didn't. <laughs> they didn't know. Uh, and then it turns out it was an absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. game so but Elden Ring you should know like the whole industry's been it might not do well commercially because Dark Souls games probably don't but as far as media coverage streamers people talking about it column inches articles like Elden Ring is going to steamroll Horizon next week mm-hmm. easily um, even if it comes out and it's bad which it won't but even if it came out as bad there'd still be more Articles about how it came out bad than it would be about Horizon. Yeah, just because it's, of the sort of game it is and the yeah. the heritage it's got. 
So they've got six days to write a media narrative about Horizon before it just gets completely mm-hmm. erased. And that is it. And then they'll have to start reducing prices and put it on sale and Game of the Year editions and whatever they happen to do. But yeah, to do that to both entries in the series is bad planning. You're right. That's just bad planning. That's bad for them. They sell less games. Bad for gamers because I want to play it, but I can't because mm-hmm. I just don't have time. Like it, It's just not a good idea to put it now. But there's nowhere else. Like if, if they, they put it back because of crunch, well done. But if you want to dodge everything else, you, they would have had to put it into April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now you've lost two months off of sales. Yeah, you, you can't put it into March mm-hmm. with Grand Turismo, Triangle Strategy, Tunic. Mm-hmm. It's a bit small, but goes where Tokyo is another PS4, big game. Um, Wonderland. Yeah, you'd have to skip March and put it into April. And that sucks. It's just too many games. That's the thing. Like you can try and move around all you want, but they have unfortunately managed to hit Horizon on like the other biggest release of the year uh, within like six days apart, which is not great. But yeah, pick your battles, pick the games you want to play, and play them. And try not to feel FOMO. Don't play. Don't spend sixty quid on Horizon. Play it for four days and be like, right, everyone's talking about Elder Ring. Time to play Elder Ring. Then spend sixty quid on that. And then six days later, I'd be like, oh, everyone on Twitch is playing Gran Turismo. And then spend six quid on that. And then a week later, oh, Stranger Paradise. I love Final Fantasy. Everyone's talking about it. And then spend six quid on that. Don't do that. That is a colossal waste of money. Like those, I mean, they're great, great games, but you do not need to play those games day one. Nobody needs to play those games. If you don't work in games, like the people that are talking about Mm -hmm. those games, get those games for free. Like, and their job kind of is to hype them up. Like they're, they're complicit in the hype machine, promotion machine, as much as they may mm-hmm. or may not want to think they are. Uh, don't do that. I'm not doing that. Nobody should do that. Like pick pick a game, pay for it, play it, wait. And by the time you're done with it, one of those other games will probably be much cheaper. <laughs> I'm going to drop you a quick stat here because I just wanted stat. to find out how many games were released in 2021. Stat of the week. Chris stat. Of the work. PlayStation games released in 2021. How many PlayStation games do you think there were? Just PlayStation. Uh, we're not talking anything else. Um, I'm going to go with 156. Three a week. 980. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on a topic of there being too many games, but you're... Is that free a day? You know, like that is excessive. If you actually think about okay. how much time there three is in the world, d- no, sh- I mean, 980, like, what's that? 365 times two, 730. So you're yeah, looking about 2.8 games a day being released on PlayStation alone in 2021, yeah. which was a pandemic year as well. Just even throw more to, shade on this conversation. Erase your FOMO. Nobody mm-hmm. can keep up. Uh, Xbox, how many do you reckon there was for Xbox? Uh, way more because of the crossplay PC stuff, so... 1,200? 725. Oh, really? Yeah. Both of these pulled from a GameSpot article. So I let them do all the heavy lifting and research. I just uh, skipped out. Yeah. I mean, so many, like, they they put so many, like, £3 arcade game bullshit games on PlayStation for Mm -hmm. the Platinum stuff. So So you get when you get unregulated stores. I, I, I accept that some games will get missed, but the harsh reality of this hobby over the last 30 years, it's gotten more and more popular. We're not even talking mobile gaming a lot of the time. There's entire things that we don't discuss, even though we enjoy them. Not because I don't care for it, but time, I can only choose to follow and invest in so much. Yeah. Sites yeah. and magazines have mm-hmm. whole 
staffs to cover games and they don't play everything combined like there's just no, no way so no, no, no. try and hit the things you want to play ignore everything else and hopefully what you ignore isn't a small game that really needs your money <laughs> <laughs> uh, room for you Sifu you can do it maybe I'll just pay for it and then play it later I mean I, I, I can't wait did you see uh, Ben's video on it if you go on 42 games YouTube he did a seafood video and yeah I it, haven't had time. It's only a ten-minute video, you know. I don't have ten minutes. Yeah, we've been ten minutes too long. I don't have ten minutes. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for the question, Scott. Um, appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was a fun, fun discussion. Not that fun. Now I'm very depressed. But you have to just not, <laughs> not, not think about it. Just have to not. Sam, just clone yourself, and then you can play two point eight games a day, and hope that it doesn't not. take longer than twenty four hours to finish. Otherwise, you're already behind schedule. I wouldn't have enough time to do everything I wanted to, even if there was two of me. Right, that's going to do it from us. If you want your questions to arrive on this show next week. Or something for us to discuss or talk about, send us an email, contact at uk. Hit us up on our Discord. If you want access to the Discord, let us know. Uh, I think it's linked on the Twitter profile. Maybe it's on Instagram. Who knows? We're on Twitter and Instagram, as I just mentioned. Downtime underscore gaming. Give us a shout. Uh, that's going to do it from us this week. Another cool episode. Done and dusted. Um, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Chris. We will see everyone same time next week. It's been a pleasure. See you. Been a pleasure.